I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the last show on earth. I'm Alistair Brammer. And I'm John Owen Jones. And welcome to the podcast where in each episode we ask our guest the big, big question that nobody ever needed to ask. If there was a huge asteroid hurtling toward Earth, threatening to destroy life as we know it, and you could see one more show before you die, what would that show be? It can be anything you want. A show you've seen before, one you wish you've seen, or even something you've made up entirely. Our guest today is none other than Samantha Barks. Samantha needs no introduction. Yeah, fair enough, but shall we give her one anyway? Uh, Yeah, alright. Sam is probably best known for playing Eponine in the Les Miserables movie, alongside the likes of Russell Crowe and Anne Hathaway, a role she's also played in the West End, with me, and in the 25th anniversary concert at the O2. With me! She's also starred in Pretty Woman on Broadway, as well as City of Angels, Amelie, Oliver, Cabaret, and Chicago at the Hollywood Bowl. Sam is currently playing the iconic role of Elsa in the West End production of Frozen, as well as recently turning her hand to being a host. Uh, She's a judge on all-star musicals for ITV and stands in sometimes for Elaine Page on her Sunday show on Radio 2. It has also recently been announced that she will be judging on Mamma Mia! I Have a Dream, a TV talent search looking for new leads for the London production of ABBA musical Mamma Mia! TV talent shows being something that Sam knows a lot about, of course, having found fame as a runner-up in the BBC's I Do Anything. We talked to Sam about her classic choice for a last show on earth, as well as her new album and concert, Drunken Karaoke, and Eggshells. Yes, you heard me. Eggshells. So stay tuned, let it go, and join us as we go into the unknown Jesus. for the first time in forever and want to build a snowman and step through the lovers and open door oh my god oh for christ's sake look 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 it's the last show on earth of samantha barks the isle of man where you're from of course which was once named the isle of sam i remember yes yeah well do they still do that annually or is that just a one-off thing that was just a one-off thing but that is definitely like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me Here we ask a question nobody dared to ask If you had a day to live, what show would be your last? What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth My name is John My name is Al Been friends a long time past We want to know what show you'd see If you knew it was to be your last What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth Welcome to the last show on Earth, Miss Samantha Box. Hi! Hello! Hello! Hello. You You alright? 
Very good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you. It's good to be, it's good to have you. It's very sunny here. How is it there? It's all right, but you know what? It's been the sun has been out this week, and I am so happy. It just changes my whole mood. I've got to say, it sounded like you asked her that because she was in LA or something, but she's actually just in London. I know, yeah. but I'm not in London. And, yeah, and you're in Belfast. Yeah, Belfast is always like it's like five degrees colder than London all the time. So if it's like. 19 that's the Isle of Man in London yeah exactly then it's like it's going to be 14 here the Isle of Man where you're from of course which was once named the Isle of Sam I remember yes yeah well do they still do that annually or is that just a one-off thing that was just a one-off thing but that is definitely like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me you are to the Isle of Man what Bjork is to Iceland (laughs) (laughs) oh good what an honor just are the Isle of Man how did that come about tell us about that so I was, when I was doing I'd Do Anything back in the day, um, yeah. I think it was when I'd got to the final. Oh, yeah. The Isle of Man were so supportive and so excited that they were like, we've changed the name to the Isle of Sam. <laughs> I don't know if it was just for that week or whatever it was. And it just, you know, it was such a lovely thing to see them gathering so much support and excitement for you in your hometown. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a shame that it's not a bigger island. <laughs> Otherwise you would have won. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to my hometown of Burryport being changed to Burry Jones. Burry, work, Burry John. What about are you from, Alistair? <laughs> Exmouth, so it doesn't work for mine. Ex- yeah. Alistair, Alistair Muth. Alistair Ramexmouth. No, that doesn't work no. either. No, it doesn't. Anyway, it's just been a bit of luck that your name sounds quite similar to man a little yeah. bit. That yeah. is lucky, yeah. Do you know what I don't like? Do you know what? Just as a random, random thought, I don't like the word Manx. Why? Why? I don't know. I just think it doesn't sound nice. I think, I think like Manx, because on your, on, your, on your Wikipedia, it says Manx actor. I'm just yeah, like, well, you know what? I don't like the name Alistair. <laughs> no, but you <laughs> know, the, your name's not Manx, is it? But I'm very, very proud of it. I think it's amazing. It's like M-A-N-X. Yeah, it's quite rock and roll, yeah. It's, it is. Thank you. It's like an 80s rock band. I think of Manchester when people say Manx. I think of no, Manchester. No, well, a group of Manx, like if you're a Manx, you're from Manchester, but a group of them are Manx. But... Well, they, they're Mancunians, aren't they? Manchester, yeah. that's less yeah. cool than Manx. Basically, you're saying shut up, Alistair. Yeah, 100% shut yeah, up, Alistair. Yeah, but also, it's, <laughs> it sounds like the male version of Spanx, doesn't it? Yes. Manx is like the male Love version it. of Spanx, and everybody needs Spanx at some point. Yeah. They always come in handy. Sorry, Alistair, where you're from? What are they called there? Um, Ex-Mouthians. <laughs> right, don't make right. me laugh. Do not come for us. Do not come for us. You two have known each other a long time, right? Is this why you're able to argue so freely? Yeah, we argue a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. We actually do argue quite a lot. Like back in the day when we used to hang out, we argued quite a lot. Did we? Like nest like like seriously or like only joking? No, like no, like bickering, like 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 this. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I I've never had a falling out with you. Like we've never like been seriously no. annoyed, but um no. Yeah, we can we bicker, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, yeah, a bit like I bicker with Alistair as well. Maybe it's him. He's it's, the common it's problem. You. We do yeah. bicker, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm a little bit unmoving or something in my in what I'm saying, and so sometimes no, but something about you, which I, I I really like it as well. You'll go, can I just tell you what I think? And it's like you will be quite opinionated, and I, but I really like yeah. it. But sometimes I will go, hmm, I think you're wrong. Yeah, and yeah. I love that you go, oh, interesting. Let's have a conversation about that. And that's how I like to be. Like, yeah, I. I'm so uninterested in it seems how things are in the world now where it's like, this is my opinion. Agree with me. 
or never speak to me again. It's like, yeah. that's so boring. Let's have a chat. That's social like, media now, isn't it? It's social media. media. Like it's like, yeah. this is what I think. And then if you disagree, get away from me. It's like, then you're wrong. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We've always been keen on a, on a sort of a healthy debate and being, being open-minded and occasionally going, you know what, I think you're right now. Absolutely, yeah. Actually, I changed my mind, you know? Good yeah, point. you're and you're very good at that. You'll go, do you know, what? I've never thought of it like that. You know, I tr- I'm not saying I'm good at that. I try to be, but you it, are. I love it. You are good at that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. But didn't you two like years ago when you were friends when you were younger, you went on holiday together, right? <laughs> we did. We were filming Les Mis and we just went, oh. I think you probably were like, do you know, what? I just feel like getting away. Going on holiday and I was like, yeah, why not? And it was like, right. I'll book the flights, you book the hotel or whatever way round. Yeah. We just like went for it and did it. And it was so much fun. Yeah. It was lovely. It was really lovely. Where did you go? Malaga or something? Yeah. So one so, of those places, you know, Magaluf or something, one of those. And we stayed in, in like a room that was like the in-betweeners, you know, like the two twin beds and it was like this little <laughs> tiny room yeah. and like a little balcony. It was so fun it. though. It was sweet. And we were really close. To the only sort of bar anywhere near the hotel was a karaoke bar. Oh my and God. we just... <laughs> Yes. We, we just every night we, we went and just took it over because we didn't care we were a bit pissed we were like right yeah duets i remember we did um we're soaring flying. yes we did <laughs> that was amazing that's fun yeah yeah going on holiday with alistair brammer and doing karaoke <laughs> is my worst nightmare and i've lived that nightmare and you've lived that yeah when we went to japan that's what we did on the last night they yeah. love yeah. karaoke there they really they do they do Let's get a bit further into your life and career now. And we like to do something called Al's 10 Questions, where we do a condensed potted version of your life and career so we don't have to talk to you for five hours because I know you've got to go because you've got a show tonight. So um, let's do Al's 10 Questions. This is Al's 10 Questions. Are you ready? Yeah, I am ready. I'm a bit nervous. Bum, bum, bum. You played Velma Kelly in Chicago at the Hollywood Bowl, but who played her in the 2002 film? Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Correct. Question two. You appeared in TV talent show I Do Anything. Which of these songs did you not sing in the live shows? Hurt by Christina Regulera, Survivor by Destiny's Child, or I'm With You by Avril Lavigne? I'm With You, Avril Lavigne. Correct. Question three. Speaking of Avril, that is the name of the character you played in which musical? Avril. First day. No, Avril. Avril. According to Wikipedia... Avril? You, you can say the name as many times as you want. It's not going to change it. I don't know. City of Angels at the Donmar Warehouse? Really? Avril? No. City of Angels? <laughs> Mallory. Mallory. Mallory and Avril. She plays two parts. Don't you play a part in the... Isn't there a film within the, within the show and you play Avril in the Ma- film? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, maybe. According to the... According to, listen, hey, okay. I don't, I've seen it a few times. I don't remember that, but Okay. It's on, that's what it says on Wikipedia. Question number... Have you given her a point for that? <laughs> you get a point, you get a point. Question number five. You played Eponine in Les Miserables, the movie, beating off some massive names for the role with your supreme talent. Which of these were you not rumoured to have beaten to the role? Taylor Swift, Scarlett Johansson, or Pauline Quirk? I'm sorry, you can't say that. So you can't ask a guest if she's beaten off some massive names. <laughs> <laughs> Pauline Quirk. Correct. Um, question six. Name the three musicals whoa, in which you Whoa, whoa, whoa. Be- sorry, sorry. That's not true. It's true. What? That, that's like common knowledge. That's on the internet. Pauline Quirk. She didn't really audition for Eponine, surely. <laughs> no, Pauline Quirk's the <laughs> one that didn't. didn't. 
Oh, right, okay. Sorry, I'm, st- I'm still reeling from the beating people off comment. Right, okay, oh, that's five. God. Five out of five so far. Um, question number six. Name the three musicals in which you have portrayed someone who works as a sex worker. Oh, here we go. Cheers for that. Um, Oliver. Mm. Um, Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's... Okay, name the four musicals. <laughs> um, yeah. What am I missing there's, here? There's a pretty obvious one. Oh, Pretty Woman. Oh, Pretty Woman. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Pretty Woman. And Cabaret. Is she? Is she? No, I think it's she's kind of, kind of big, isn't it? It's big, yeah. it's big. Showgirl. Let's anyway, say... whatever. You named, you named three, so that's, that's fine. Question it's... number seven. You are a judge on all-star musicals alongside Elaine Page, who you've also stood in for on her BBC Two radio show. Yay. BBC Radio Two show is what I mean. But name the role you've both played. Florence in chess. Correct, correct. Very are. good. Question number eight. Neil Morrissey played Fagin on tour with you and Oliver, but what popular children's character did he voice? Bob the Builder. Can he fix it? Yes, he can. Thank you for taking the bait. I appreciate it. Question yeah. nine. True or false? As Elsa in Frozen, you astound the audience with every appearance. Shut up. True or false? That's from a review, right? That's it's from one a of the, review. One of your online reviews. It's true. This is true. Question number 10. <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, question number 10. This is a, this is a two, two-parter. In Cabaret, you played Sally Bowles. Does she? Oh, yeah. Okay. And also, you, you were also on... <laughs> you were also on Mission Survive with Bear Grylls. Does he? Very much so. Does he? Can I can yeah. I add one to that? Yeah. He did the Liam Is movie with Russell Crowe. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> Russell Crowe's. And finally, finally, you played Emily in, in the Christmas film The Christmas Candle alongside Leslie Manville and Susan Boyle. This is a tough one. Which of those two actresses is Oscar nominated? <laughs> Oh dear. Leslie Manville. Correct. Correct. Well done. That is well a done. that is an absolute ten out of ten. Is it? If we give her that question. Fantastic. If we give her that one, yeah, it's ten out of ten. Very good. Do you know what? I, I didn't get that quite right. right, but I can get that point back by telling you her last name. Oh good. Go Avril Reigns. Oh, so it was right. There we are. Does she? <laughs> no. No, she doesn't. <laughs> No. Uh, excellent. That is, yeah. I think that is the first ever 10 out of 10, is it? Yeah, I think Michael Ball got nine, didn't he? Yeah. And Aaron got nine. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Thanks. It went, went easy on you there. Yeah. Some Michael Balls were all really easy because I was scared of him, so they were all just really easy. <laughs> yeah, he's terrifying, isn't he? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, so there we are. That's Al's 10 questions. Yay! That was Al's 10 questions. Yeah. We've got more questions to ask you, but let's talk about uh, your album. Let's talk about that, Into the Unknown and your upcoming concert. Yes. Let's talk about that. So Drury Lane is like a second home to you now, right? It is. It's like I've been there for a year and a half now doing Frozen, and it's such a beautiful theatre. Like they've just renovated it. Oh, it's amazing, yeah. Yes, so beautiful. When you walk into the doors, you feel like you're in the palace in frozen it's wow. it's so beautiful it's like a sort of museum and a gallery all in one it's just all the gorgeous statues and everything amazing yeah mm. so to be doing my own concert there is so exciting and i i often when i'm on stage you know when you're when you've been in a, in a show for a long time you you do feel like it's home 
You feel like yeah. comfortable in that space. And I've yeah. been thinking for a long time about how much I'd love to come and do something that's not Elsa here yeah. at some point. And I did chess there last year and that was amazing. So you have to be doing my own songs and I'm doing songs from my album, but then yeah. also songs like from the last few years, like some songs from chess and things like that, that um, from things I've done, but people haven't necessarily yeah. been able to come and see. So it'd be nice to get it, get it all together in one place. Do you do any of the sort of like chat between like, hey guys, thanks for... I do a little bit of chat, yeah. yeah, yeah little yeah, chit yeah, chat, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that's secretly just uh, people want that just as much as they want the songs. I think they want to they they want to know get to know you a little mm. bit, don't they? Yeah, and I think that when you do things a lot, like in your career along the way, it's the stories and like the stories yeah. that like we've got from like Les Mis and stuff like that. It's like those are the things that people really like hearing because it's like behind the scenes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's, I found that when I started doing concerts, that's the hardest thing to get my head around. Because that's not what I was used to doing. Yes. So I, I've said, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I the only way I could do that was by finding a character to play who was a heightened version of Jono and Jones. Yeah, that's Sasha Fierce, Beyonce's alter ego. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of what I had to find. Have yeah. you got something like that, or do you just literally lay yourself bare? Not literally, of course. That would be disgusting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, we're very different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's. Same as you, when I first started doing it, I really, really hated it. And mm. I used to be so nervous about shows, not because of the the songs, but just because yeah. of talking and like, it's not what, it's not what we do. We, we are, no. we do characters and we, you know, we know who these people are and we know what we're going to say. And so it was very, very, very scary. And I used to really, really plan so specifically what I was going to say. And it wasn't, it was just, I was nervous. But I think over the years, that bit's come more naturally to me. And so um, I might like write a loose kind of thing of what I'm going to say. And then sometimes I completely rip that up and it's just the show yeah. is taking me in a, a different direction. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about a move you did recently called Tomorrow Morning. Ah, oh, yay. Because I did the original workshop for that. I did the original... Um, did you? Uh, it was kind of like a like a performance in somebody's apartment. Do you know Hillary and Stuart who run Topps Tiles? Yes, we been, filmed I, in their were, apartment. There we are. You see, well, we, um, with Lawrence Mark White, who wrote the music, and it's lovely Why, too. Sorry, sorry, this is like normal for you, but you've just, the people that own Topps Tiles. Yeah, 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 let me, I'll get to the point. Right, so Stuart and Hillary, uh, the people who own Topps Tiles, a big <laughs> tile company in the UK, they are also investing angels in shows, right? And they're lovely people. Yeah, they are. Legends. And they, they've they always um, championed new writing. They've looked after Lawrence Mark White, who wrote Tomorrow Morning, and they've eventually put this show on, and they've made it into a film with you, Sam, and Ramin, and a bunch of other people. And I've not seen the film yet. I've not got around to seeing it yet, but I did do the original workshop. It's got some wow. great things in it. And I have to say, do you know what my payment was? When I did this workshop, they paid me in tiles for my bathrooms. <laughs> That's Did how they? I got paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, Whoa. oh, there's no money. So, well, you could just tell my bathrooms as a joke. And they did. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Cool, yeah. 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 That's great. Sit, thousands, yeah. They are great. Yeah. They're brilliant people, yeah. They are. How was that whole experience then? Because you know, after working on a massive film like Miz with a massive budget, yeah. I should imagine Tomorrow Morning was a bit more compact and bijou. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing was, we were in lockdown. So in during lockdown... You know, I did a couple of things that were like um, 
filmed musicals, streamed musicals kind of thing. And yeah. I just loved... Lockdown projects, yeah. Yeah, lockdown projects. And I loved that our industry was being creative in that way. It was amazing. And I just loved doing all that stuff. And, it, you know, it, it kind of reminded you, and especially just being sat on your couch, not being able to perform, it kind of reminded you why you, you love doing it. Yeah, like, that you actually love it and that you actually really miss it. Yeah, I love it. And so those lockdown projects were just brilliant. Um, and it wasn't about necessarily the like scale of them or the whatever. It was just, I'm like so happy to be around people and singing and creating. And tomorrow morning was that. And it was like the first people I'd seen in a room together. And so looking at it from that perspective, I'm just so proud of it that we literally just sprang from like our couches at home and like made this little really ambitious movie with like all, yeah. you know, all singing, all dancing. Joan Collins. Joan Collins. And and that's, I think what's so interesting about it is there were so many people who were like, yeah, great. I'm, I'm just at home in lockdown. So it was yeah. like, yeah, everyone yeah. was up for it and really wanted to just make something. Well, it was like, there was that little series of concerts that I did when I think John, you did one, the, the uh, leave a light on concerts. Yeah. And they, yeah. Were, they were, I mean, this is obviously not the same sort of thing, but it was just lovely that our community went, no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm still going to create. Yeah. Even though, even though yeah. I, I, even though I'm literally in my living room where, I mean, you went all out, John, you had like confetti cannons did, and yeah, fairy lights and a and sparkly yeah, yeah. curtain and everything. <laughs> Mine was just that. in my lounge, literally. Um, yeah. But that's so lovely. And people actually, and people paid, people wanted to see it still. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is a testament to our industry, I think. I think so. So, that, I mean, tomorrow morning wouldn't be your last show on Earth Choice, would it? No. No, right. Okay, I didn't think so. Um, so why don't we talk about your last show on Earth now? We've got to that point in the chat. We've talked about loads of stuff, but what we really want to find out is if there's a huge asteroid hurtling towards Earth. Yeah. You've got no time to live, but we can magically click our fingers and you can choose whatever show whatever genre whatever you want to watch before you die what would that show be wicked wicked huh? really yes but wicked og cast adina right. menzel kristen chenoa boom very cool oh come on surely you'd want to play alphabet you could smash that couldn't no, you no because you've said to me what show would i want to watch if well i mean you could do whatever you want it's literally i mean we've had guests on here do the show and be in it watch it, whatever. But if you want to watch the original cast... If you the more seen... arrogant guests uh, who all want to wa- want to see themselves perform, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we did we did a chat with Fra Fee a while yeah, ago. Yeah, I but love Fra. We lost the chat. We had the laptop was stolen, so we lost the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But his, his choice for last show was him doing a concert with his mates, which he could also watch. Which I basically <laughs> did with him, by the way, about two weeks ago. He came That's... to Belfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A session to the yeah. uh, Lyric Theatre and did a did a did a session and it was him just singing exactly what he wanted it was the most eclectic it, it was like irish folk stuff and then just like something from like sunday in the park with george but like yeah. a scene from sunday in the park with george Brilliant. and then just another song and then just simon callow doing a reading just like Great. so eclectic it was just exactly yeah. what he wanted so i i feel yeah. like he's actually lived out his last show he's earth. done it yeah Tick. but wicked let's get let's get back to wicked yeah. so did you see the orgy cast no no, right, okay. That and makes so, a lot of and sense. And the reason though. I'm going to say it is because I know I could go and watch Wicked tomorrow, and I have watched it a bunch of times. Yeah. But for me, it was the show. Didn't see me in it, did you? Didn't see you in it. No. Yeah, but surely you wanted to see, see good people, mate. Come on. Oh, fine. And also, she saw the press shots of you in Jodhpur and went, there's no way I'm going to watch that. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I don't need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> go on. But the, but the reason is because... 
when I was a teenager, and it was the first thing I think that got me, I always loved musical theatre and I always listened to musical theatre, but I would listen to like a compilation album of classic musical theatre songs and like the Android Webber classics and all those kinds of things. And I loved them, but I never saw myself in them because I was like, I just like sing along, but I was like, oh, I can't really sing like that. And I don't sing like that. That's some more um, classical style, but I used to love it. And I would like join in and, but never saw a place for me in, in that necessarily. And I remember um, I got into Amdram stuff all because I loved it. Not because I thought I was going to do it ever. Cause again, I, I don't sing like that. I just enjoy singing that, but I loved singing pop stuff. And I took Defying Gravity at my first singing lesson a singing teacher, a man called David Holland, who was amazing. He was like, well, what, what, like, what do you want to sing? I was like, I said, oh, I want to sing this song, Defying Gravity. I actually had the book. And he was like, you want to sing Defying Gravity? I was like, yeah, it's this great song from the show I've heard. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. okay. Good luck. And then we played it and then I sang it. And he was like, you can sing that song? And I was like, <laughs> is that is that a hard song? He was like, it's the hardest song. And I was like, I miss that. I miss that feeling when you're like 16 and you just sing it because that's what the notes are. I know. And you have no idea what you're singing. But but I was maybe 13. I I was really young. Just, I just loved that song. And I was like, this is the kind of stuff that I can sing, just like sing along to. And he, it was like that moment of him being like, this is like a really big song. And, that's like an easy song for you to sing. It's very comfortable for you. And yeah. it really made me go like, oh, can I sing? He was like, yeah, yeah. you can sing. Oh my God. Maybe I can do And this. he really pushed me and encouraged me into stuff. And that song, that song was one of your kind of um, key, key moments in the I Do Anything show, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. One of the ones where people really went, holy, holy shit, this girl can do yeah, it. Yeah, and it was just a really cool moment. And I, I did another show and there was a company of like professionals who came over and did bits of the show. And I remember then they were yeah. like, uh, try and sing a bit of that, sing a bit of that. And then Jason Robert Brown all came in and I was like, oh, this is like the pop stuff I like to sing. Yeah. right. Yeah. But it mixes in with yeah. that world of like telling yeah. stories that I love. So that was yeah, where yeah, yeah. my like love and obsession for musical theater be- began. And so uh-huh. it was Idina Menzel mm. hearing her voice. So that's the reason why I want to see her do it. I don't want to see me do it. I want to see her do it. Yeah. Because... Yeah, it's quite funny that you've come yeah. full circle, really. So you're doing Frozen now, and you're singing a, a show and a role that she did on yeah. film. Yeah, made famous by her. So and you're the first person in the UK to do it on stage. So yeah. that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool journey, that is. It is really cool. because I And then when I did I'd Do Anything, they actually... When I did um, Define Gravity that one week, Adina Menzel was in town. So they got me and her together, and I oh, met wow. her, and I sang Define Gravity for her, and I was like... Oh my God. That must've been terrifying. It was terrifying. Yes. And you can see back in the clip, I go like, well, I call her something like I, Dina Menzel. Like I've, I've never heard anyone say her name before. At because least, At least you didn't see Adele disease. Adele did, yeah. exactly. People have done it <laughs> like, much yeah. worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so that, the reason why I would seek her and Chris and Chenoweth is because they were like the star of my love for musical theater. They're iconic, aren't they? They are. They are. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What about, do you have anyone else in the cast that you've got an eye on, like the wizard or... Who's your Fiero? Fiero, Bach, all these people. Who have you got? Do you know what, I... Do you know what I'm going to throw in? She's never played it before, but I'm going to throw in Hannah Waddingham as Madame Morrible. Okay. She's in nearly every single last show on earth that we do. Good. So she should be. Well, she's been in two. She's been in three. Okay. And we've done 12. So <laughs> your maths is not your strong point. But Hannah Waddingham would be an excellent choice. She would be an excellent yeah, choice. Excellent now for choice. Fiero... A bit awkward, really. I'm yeah, going to yeah, say, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to say, Alistair, I'm like, he sat right here. Oh. You don't, you don't have to say it. We, we hardly ever get anyone choose us. No. Um, <laughs> I, I, do you, I mean, Alistair, or would you go for somebody let me like? Do, let, let, let me do an audition. The trouble. Hang on. The trouble. Hang on. <clears throat> the trouble. <laughs> sorry, I can't. I actually can't. He's too nervous. You made him nervous, Sam. You're too emotional. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. he's relaxed. And I... Who do I want to go for, really? I mean, Norbert Leo Boss, again. Yeah. Phenomenal. I love him yeah. because of the last five years. And he got me into that. And the last five years is like my favorite show I've ever done. Like, yeah. I love And the last five years you did with Johnny Bailey. And Johnny yes. Bailey's now playing Fiero in the, in the Wicked movie. Yes. So it's all so linked, isn't so it? So linked. Tiny world. May I suggest that you have three actors alternating. Per- perfect. You have perfect. Norbert, yep. you have Johnny, We're all happy with that. and yep. you have Alistair. And then everyone's happy. Yeah? I'll do Beautiful. I'll do the scene work. Beautiful. And Johnny can do Dancing <laughs> for Life and Norbert can do the duet. Maybe I'm brainless. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sing it like Brian Adams. <laughs> yeah. Who else have you got then, Sam? Um, Bok? Bok. I don't know. No, don't worry. He doesn't have to be in it. What about Nessa Rose? It's Nessa Rose, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right. As you, right, Sam, I have to prefix this, okay? John is not a big fan of Wicked. That's why he looks like he's fed up, bored, <laughs> and just trying to rattle through them, right? Yeah. yeah. Because he's not I, a Wicked I've fan. I've seen Wicked twice, and it's not for me, right? Yeah. It's not aimed at a man like me. But I understand why people love it. But I just think that oh, it's overwritten. I know, you sound like, so depressed. Say it with a light. Say it with a lightness, John. <laughs> no, but it's like it's like Hamilton. I'm not a fan of Hamilton either. But people absolutely love these shows, and these are yeah. all shows as well that changed the musical theatre landscape. Like mm. Lim is right when that came out, changed everything. It, Hamilton's changed everything. Wicked changed everything. Massively yeah. important. And shows. I think that Wicked and Adina Menzel in Wicked, but Wicked absolutely changed the whole of musical theatre, and that's why like. I'm doing Frozen right now. It's like it changed the totally, whole style yeah. of female singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, so I totally understand why you've chosen Wicked. Yeah. I totally understand. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's the great thing about our industry and, and show business is that people have different tastes, you know? I mean, I'm doing a show now, The Great British Bake Off the Musical, which most people would think is an awful idea. 
but it's an absolutely fantastic show. I've heard, yeah. You know, and people would people would love it. They have to come and see it to love it, you know. Yeah. I would never pass judgment on a show I'd never seen, but I just didn't no. really like Wicked. I, that's all it is, you know. And I also think, though, I totally see that. Um, again, like me and Al say, it's like it's good. It's okay to agree to disagree, and I think that's yeah, like you said, yeah, that's yeah. what theatre's for. Yeah. But I think that for me, especially like being sixteen-year-old girl, like seeing Wicked about like a young girl at school trying to work it out, and and yeah. I remember yeah. watching Defying Gravity, and I'm not this kind of person really, but just tears streaming down my face because I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. this is like, it's just touched something. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Do you know what though? It, it did that for me, even in even in the rehearsals for it, whenever um, Nikki was going up in the in in the lift and I knew it was like a, basically a tech rehearsal, but they did it for, all the way through with, with orchestra. Yeah. And I was like, this is powerful. Why oh, is it yeah. so powerful? I was talking, I remember uh, Joe Mantello, uh, the original director came over and we did a workshop and stuff and he was talking about Defying Gravity and he was saying, that through the rehearsal process, they were trying all these different things. They had all these like, like, like ideas about like projections, LED screens with like trees whizzing past and blah, blah. And they were going, why is this not yeah. working? This isn't working. And then he was like, because it needs to be about a woman who defies gravity. That's it. So yeah. they stripped it back, got rid of everything, put her in a big black yeah. cloth that hides the arm of the thing. And that was it. Yeah. Magic. Magic. Yeah. Pure theater. Yeah. You know, and it's that simplicity that's amazing. Well, it's like Frozen. I think that Let It Go is like a real defying gravity moment in the way of mm. like totally. big, like, and the audience just go yeah. wild because it's like, this is the real me in yes. that moment. Yes. And it's yeah. like so something so beautiful about seeing someone just embracing that, whether that's like Elfa being yeah. like, yeah, I'm a witch, I'm I'm powerful, or like Elsa's just like, I'm, I'm not going to hide mm -hmm. myself anymore. Yeah. And it's just that really powerful. That must be why moment. young girls love it because, it because they wish that they could just accept who they are and of course it's very hard to do that at 16 17 it's so hard to do that and it, it is and we talk about that a lot in terms of um let it go but it's so liberating watching someone just go i've had enough fuck it yeah yeah, yeah. exactly what I was, yeah you didn't want to swear but i'll do it for i you. can't i work for disney you know i can't <laughs> yeah uh, but I, look, it's it's really interesting, isn't it? That you know, theatre is very inclusive, isn't it? Yeah, we're a very inclusive community, Absolutely. and what you're talking about is inclusivity uh, through storytelling. Yes, and I think that's that's probably why both those shows and both those songs in particular are so massively popular. I think you've nailed it, absolutely nailed it. But that's enough about Wicked. No, it's not. Who be your wizard? Oh yeah, me in it because I yeah. Do you know? I think this is why I don't like Wicked actually, because so many of my friends say you'd be a good wizard. I don't ever want to be the wizard in Wicked. I, I want to know. be Elphaba. I want I to be know, the first male Elphaba. <laughs> but you know what? That's the thing, right? You've been, as women, I'm not. There's lots of amazing female parts. Of course, there are. Yeah. But it's like we go and see Les Mis, and I'm like, I want to be Jean Valjean. Mm. That's the part I, I think want. It is only a matter of time until that does happen. Of course. There'll be a gender swap version of it. <laughs> I know it. It is true, but I, and I don't want to do that. But as in, like, Elphaber is our like Jean totally, Valjean. Yeah, Jean Valjean. Yeah. Totally, it's your story. It's, yeah. yeah, it's your I journey. Totally agree. Absolutely yeah. right. Who would be your wizard? Come on, let's do oh, the wizard. Give me some options. I don't. I don't know. You don't have to have any more cast members. We can just take from the OG. It's so about the girls for me. Like you just want to see those two, don't you? Yeah. I do. I yeah. do. Well then, yeah. well then, let John be the wizard and you let. Can be <laughs> 
and let John be Dr. Dillamund as well, because sometimes they do double do. Yeah, and I can do the whole prosthetics thing, that's fine. If it, if it yeah. really doesn't matter to you, just let John do it. Do it. <laughs> right, now, before we go on to the next stage, let's get the uh, celebrity question, right? So I have got a celebrity friend of mine has sent a little voice note in to ask you what I'm sure you will agree is a very important question. Yeah. Okay, here mm. we go. Celebrity question. Ooh, it's the celebrity question. So that was the big in himself, Billy Connolly, wow, and he wants to know it. the question that we all want to know: What's the coldest you've ever been? <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's the most unbelievable question. Yeah, really what's solid. The coldest I've been. Um, this this is a story I was telling the other day, and doesn't maybe reflect me in a in a good light. But I was just anyway. I'll tell you anyway. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I was in primary school, so I was quite young, and we're painting. And I, I, when I do something, I really, really do put a thousand percent into it. And I really, really care about it. So I really put yeah. my heart and soul into this painting. This boy, we were talking the other day, but you know, when a boy sort of fancies you and they're like, mm, mm, mm. It means to you. Yeah, Me yeah, yeah. Yeah, shut up, Sam, you stupid cow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. There we are. Flirty Gertie. Carry on, Samantha, please. So he was like flicking the page with water. And I said, oh, no, please don't do that. He was like, hmm, flicking it. I was like, don't do that because it's wrecking it. I said, please don't do that. Right. In my eyes, I gave him three warnings. I said, don't do that again. And he was like, hmm. So he flicked it. And I, cold, as you like, picked up my water and just poured it all the way down his painting <laughs> and just watched it like God. run off his page. <laughs> and I had no feeling. Wow! Wow! I love I love the fact that, that I think the question was alluding to how physically cold. Oh! Like, but that's no. But this is a much more interesting story. It's much more interesting. Okay, I've got I've got a good answer for that. Oh, you've got two answers for the worst question ever. But that was quite cold. <laughs> that was really cold. That, wow! That, yeah, that I was think cold. that's a bit. Yeah, but yeah. I was very fair, you know. But I was anyway. Maybe yeah. I should take that story back. Right. The coldest I have ever been, and I was with Alistair. We were oh. filming Les Mis on the barricades. Oh yes. And one, I was on this like diet anyway, so I couldn't like eat that much and I was like cold, but it was just outside and it was just the coldest day. And I was in this like little like top and it was so cold. And when I'm cold, and by the way, it's hilarious that I play Elsa because I am the coldest person ever. I am constantly cold. Yeah. I have yeah. heaters on, wow. fire on, radiator on all the time. But I was like, when I shake, I'm like, yeah, I can't sit, I can't speak. So I was literally like, and they had to go and get like, you know, after a marathon 
and someone covers you in like the foil, foil things. Yes. Yeah. And everyone was like, are you okay? And I was not oh. okay. That's the coldest I think I've ever been. Was that when we were on the on the big outside barricade? Yeah, it's tomorrow yes. comes, oh. and then it falls out, and yeah. we're there, and I'm like, yeah. And you're going, <laughs> 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 the big foil. Yeah, yeah. On, yeah. I remember that day actually. I remember Anne, Anne Hathaway and Hugh were on the big elephant at the top. Yeah. And she went, Alistair, and I, I let them, and she because they get given everything. We we got I got given like an umbrella, yeah. and that was it. They get given like hand warmers and heaters and stuff. So she just threw me down from the top of the elephant, threw me down a hand warmer. Aww. Isn't that nice? Aww. I know. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you dropped it. <laughs> I've got to say, Samantha, that is like, I didn't expect such a good, interesting answer yeah, for two that great terrible answers. question. Okay. I, was, I spent ages, um, obviously I've worked ages on my Billy Connolly impression. That was you? Yes, it was me. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, look at that. <laughs> You're a good actress. You're a good actress. Um, and I couldn't think of a question. And then I just thought, oh, that's stupid. Ask her that. And then you come back with a brilliant answer. That's irritating. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next bit. And we'll talk about, we've got your cast. We've got enough of that. Let's talk about what your interval drink would be. You'd sit and watching this show. What would be your ideal drink? And it can be anything you want. So. Have another drink. Da-da, da-da, which, right, da-da, that is going to be my answer. Because normally I'd go with a Prosecco. That's like my favourite. That's my number one drink. But I'm going to go for like the classic wicked cocktail that they're doing. Like a bubble tea with bubble peach tea, Long Island peach tea. You know, I want the whole wicked experience. Yeah. So what what is that? What is I don't know. Describe but, that to I me, don't please. know, but surely they were doing something like at Frozen. We do like these frozen cocktails with like an ice pick thing come oh. out of it. I'm I'm not okay. like a fan. You want to be girl. a fan? Yeah, I'm not yeah. a fan girl, but I would have been for the OG cast of Wicked. I would have got the full the bubble, the green elixir, you know, whatever. Mm. I would be yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I would have a green mouth, and I'd be like embracing it. I would have got a hoodie. <laughs> I would have done the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got two hoodies, so you, so you can have one of mine. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, wash it first. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So actually, I've got I've got to throw in this story. Mm-hmm. I met Chris and Shenoweth as well, and I've I've got to tell a story because, again, like being an like an idol of mine growing up, I was doing Pretty Woman, and she is good friends with Andy Carl, who was playing opposite me, because they did a show together. Uh, this is the one you did on Broadway, right? Yeah, on Broadway. And so I'm yeah. in my room. So this happened in New York, yeah. yeah. And I can hear this voice. And there's no there's no other voice there's like it. Like I was it, like, yeah. that is Kristen Chenoweth's voice outside. So I was like, sort of peered my door open. She went, oh my God! And I was like, <laughs> oh! And she literally embraced me and squeezed me and just held me Aww. so tight. And she went, oh, I am so proud of you. And I was like, <laughs> it was like my dream come true. She was just so yeah. kind and like, keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Don't change. Like, And I was like, Amazing. this is freaky moment where my inner like teenager is like, yeah. For her to just say that, it was... And where you've got to be all cool and just like, oh, it's lovely yeah. to meet you. I've got to be like nonchalant. But I wasn't. I was like, yeah. I love you. Oh, good. That's nice. Because I think so often we sort of try and stop ourselves from just saying, I'm a huge fan. I think you're brilliant. You know? Yeah. 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 You should never stop yourself from doing that. I love it when people say that to me. Yeah. It's nice. And it happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard she's a lovely person, though. Yeah. I've heard she's and a she's, really and lovely she's person. tiny, isn't she? Yeah. 
she's like um just there's no one like her on this planet yeah so unique so you're so would she be your plus one then maybe she no she's in the show she's in the show no right so you've got your interval drink right which is either a green cocktail or a fizzy pink bubbly cocktail either i'll have both and, and some Prosecco, why not? Throw it yeah, in. yeah. And some Prosecco, whilst wearing Alistair's smelly old wicked hoodie. <laughs> yeah, I'm all um, in. <laughs> but you're sitting there in your ideal theatre with your ideal plus one. And who are they? And where are you? My ideal plus one is my grandma. Oh. And she couldn't be my plus one, really, because yeah, she's, she's not... it's magic. We can do, magic, we can do whatever know? we want. Yeah. But she's, like, my best friend in the world. And she got got me into theatre really she's always danced and loved theatre and she brought me to all my first shows it'd be like a ballet and we'd go I remember the first show she ever took me to and I remember picking my outfit I'd planned it for weeks like purple sequins I remember her getting me like sweets and I remember the sweets I remember the like cardboard packet they used to come in the the fruit pastels and then the drink she got me and we just had this magic day and she just she is my love of theater it's just Uh yeah that's that's lovely well i i I have to say right and you're gonna be like what i often think about your grandparents do you do you know why because they taught you something that you taught me that i do nearly every day what which is the eggshell is really good to get the eggshell out of egg I was not expecting that. Every single time I do that, I think, oh, Bark's taught me that. And and then, because I remember you told me that they taught you that. Oh, oh, brilliant. So you've passed it down. That so made me so happy. Uh, So you've got your gran, you've got your cocktails. Where are you going to be sitting watching Wicked? Um... I don't know what the original theatre it was, but the Broadway... It, it could be anywhere you Gershwin, want. It could right? be your favourite. It could be your living room if you want. Um, I think Matt Lucas watched his from the bath. Yeah. No, I want to be... It, wants, it has to be for me Broadway, because I remember being young and thinking, yeah. wow, what would it be like to see a Broadway show? And I, mm. I'm trying to basically yeah. create like a nostalgic yeah. thing for me. It's very, very popular doing that. It's very, very popular. A lot of people do that. But, I want the um, whole experience. I want to go to New York. I want to be like dressed to the nines with my grandma. We're having all the cocktails. You know, I want it to be the full experience. I don't want to be in my back. Yeah. No. So should we, we can do a bit of research and find out where that was. I can Google where the original theatre was. The Gershwin, isn't it? The Gershwin Is theatre. St- still there? You should both know that. It's, it's never moved. It's the one that's next to the, you know, the restaurant that spins around, the marquee. Oh, yeah. It's the, uh, yeah, it is the Gershwin. Yeah. yeah. Great. And yeah. is that where you would have your dinner afterwards then at, at, at the spinning restaurant? Yeah, absolutely. I love that place. It's so <laughs> much fun. What's that called? The Marquee Marriott. That's right. And there's a theatre in that building as well, isn't there? There is. Yeah. 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 Oh. I never went in there. I mean, I've worked there twice, so I never went I in I always there. go there. I always take people. My family, last time when I was in New York, and it's just so nice you have a cocktail and you're just looking at the whole of New York. It's proper touristy, but really fun. Who cares? I've got to say, though, that's a great place to watch that asteroid hurtling towards Earth as well. Yes. Yes. You know? Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to do that, watch the show, go yeah. up there, Get you know, so drunk. Watch the asteroid with my grandma. Oh, oh that sounds heavenly, actually. That yeah. is literally yeah, my dream. Yeah. I would just be like, I would be so happy to be with her. What particular well, food I would think... you like? Do you think? What would you like to be nibbling on? Um, well, it's the last day on Earth, so bring me all the snacks. I want yes. all the pizza, all the chocolate. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna be like, 
eating ice cream and not even caring. Lovely. Not even giving a damn. Good, good. Do you have to be on a strict diet for Elsa then? No, I don't. No, even for like, the costumes are quite figure hugging and stuff. Yeah, they are. Like, I, but I think um, I don't do anything necessarily. Um, oh, what about your voice? Do you have to look after what you eat because of your voice as well? Yeah, I do that actually. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not like necessarily strict in terms of like I can't eat after a certain time or anything like that. Uh-huh. But I don't really go for it on the dairy. Like I, I would have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying. I would sort yeah. of. I would have it, but I wouldn't eat. Like I wouldn't eat a yogurt. I wouldn't have some yeah. ice cream or like you know when someone brings in a cake for their birthday, which I love. Yeah. I have to save it till after the show because otherwise, like. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to yeah. push yeah. it. Yeah. I'm very lucky though, having you know, because I'm playing Phil Hollinghurst, who is based on Paul Hollywood. Yeah. And Paul is not exactly slim, so I I've been able to eat whatever I wanted. That's, That's nice. lovely. Plus, I've also I've got them to take in the sides of my shirt, so it accentuates my stomach more on stage, so I look fatter than I actually am. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had a fan saying to me the other day, "You need to uh, you need to stop eating the cakes, John." Wow. Can you believe that? Oh Fat wow. shamed at the stage door. Oof. Unbelievable. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's tough. And I'm a 52-year-old man. Yeah. How can you fat shame a 52-year-old I'm man? meant to be yeah, a no, bit fat. No to fat shaming in all forms. Yeah. We don't like fat so shaming. So I, imedi- I immediately no. went to uh, Five Guys and had a burger. Good, Good for you. Yeah, because I couldn't care. I, I was like, up yours. Yeah. But also, Get like... Lost. We shouldn't be fat shaming anyway. I hate the fat shaming. No, no, no. Yeah, Ariana yeah, yeah. Grande just came out with something and she was like, I think we I all need that. to be a little less comfortable with commenting on other people's bodies. Like, and uh-huh. I really agree with that. I was talking about this to a friend the other day. Um, and I was talking about like back at times in my career where I've been like, um, it's, it's been in the press or something, uh, accused of being like too skinny or yeah. like disgustingly thin or something. And you're like, oh God, okay. But I remember one day specifically, I remember reading something, reading a comment somewhere, maybe on Twitter or some comment somewhere that I looked disgustingly fat. And then on the same day, it was like, ugh, she looks disgustingly thin, like eat a burger. And I was like, okay, I'm now at peace. Yeah, right. Because Because on the same day, I'm too fat for you, too thin for you. I was like, then that means I'm like Goldilocks. I'm just right. That's fine. I don't really care. My wife I don't put, care anymore. Yeah. I was on, on holiday with my wife in Mexico. This is when I was in New York, actually. And she and we went went down for a little holiday. And she posted a picture. I'd fallen asleep after being in the sun on, on the bed. And she was all ready to go for dinner. And she's just posted on, on Instagram like a picture just saying, like, always waiting for him or something. You know, some, some, and she looked gorgeous in this picture. As always, she is so gorgeous. Yeah. And somebody wrote, uh, I'm not sure that someone of your size should be posting pictures like that. And it was just like, sorry. Meaning what? It was just completely, and it's just, and you're right. It's, it's, you, you go, I didn't invite that. We've got I don't to be, want you no. to... we have to be so much less comfortable talking about that stuff. It's yeah. so bizarre. Like I would never, ever in a million years think, do you know what they need to hear? My thoughts on their weight. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's bothered. No one cares. I always think the appropriate response to that kind of thing on social media are two words and two words only. Yeah. Fuck off. Totally. Yeah. Amen. That's literally it. Amen. Yeah. Ah, horrible. You know horrible. my response, which is a little different to yours. I actually say to people, or I have said in the past, thank you. And yeah. they're like, Yeah, totally disarming. Oh, yeah. you look too skinny. And you go, Oh, thank you. Or you look really skinny. Thank you. Or you've gained weight or whatever. Thank you. And they're like, And I go, I don't say this, but I think, Oh, you're so offended because your intended intention mm-hmm. was 
to upset me. It's not just that yeah, you go, yeah, yeah. I think you've lost weight. No, no, no. I want you to know yeah. how I feel and I want you to go, oh God. And it's like, you don't know what someone's going through. You don't know no. what health conditions they're having, emotional state. We just shouldn't yeah. be commenting on it anyway. But yeah. Ariana Grande's thing oh. was a little bit heartbreaking, wasn't it? Because you could you could actually see that she was really, um, that she was having to tread really carefully with the way that she worded things and, and be a good example to other people. Absolutely. But what she wanted to say was was stop it. You know, yeah, I haven't watched it, but I can imagine. She was so sweet about it. And so we just need to be gentler with each other. And I'm saying this with love. So polite about it. But it's like, if someone's lost weight or gained weight, you don't know why. You don't know if that's a good thing to them, a bad thing to them, a thing they can't control. It's like, you know, don't don't waste your time. Yeah, telling someone a bad opinion you have of them it's not interesting i mean the only thing that you can ever comment on and i talk from a personal experience here, is my brother was very overweight and he passed away in november and he was so overweight it was affecting his health i think that's the only reason you can ever comment on something like i say please I, do I something about you. your health yeah but that's not about looks but i think but that's, that's a, a different yeah, thing that's the different thing if that's it, way way further than what we are yeah and if you're talking yeah. about a family member or someone who loves you and they're talking to you from a, a place of like, let's talk about your health because yeah. I care about you and your health. That is a different conversation. It's a very different than someone thing. Yeah. Going, it's the only way you can. Talk. I don't like yeah. the way you look in those jeans. Not interested yeah, yeah, yeah. in how you think yeah, I look yeah. in those jeans. It's yeah, you know, just don't look at me then. They're yeah. two different yeah. conversations. Yeah, totally. Wow, God, that went to a dark deep. Sorry, it yeah, did. Sorry. So let's yeah. so let's let's yeah. now let's now move on to something that I like to call warhorse whistles. Now, Ooh. right? Should we explain what this is? Yes, I'll explain it's what this new. is. So this, it's a brand new feature just for you, Sam. Yes, I think, yes. We've done it once before, but I think that episode's going to come out after yours. So yes. So okay. um, we've come up with a an, an all new feature called War Horse Whistles. Now, normally we do a thing called um, uh, Josh Groban Sings or Mandy Sings, which is where John, mm. or, John or I do an impression of me, Josh Groban, and John Mandy Patinkin, and we sing a song and you have to guess what the song is. Um this week, we're trying something new, which is called Warhorse Whistles. When I was in Warhorse, I had to learn how to do this for um, in the show to call Joey over. I remember. And um, so I'm going to try and whistle a song, and you have to tell me what that song is. Okay. They're all, it's always shit, so you have to be really, really trying. Oh, God. Okay. It's Warhorse, it's Warhorse. You gotta try and guess at the song that he whistles. It's Warhorse, it's Warhorse. You gotta try and get it. I really hope you get it. It's Warhorse Whistles. Into the unknown. Wow! <laughs> Thank God. Thank God she got it quickly and saved us the pain. Of that, of, of the high note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well done. That was really quick. War horse whistles. It's Warhorse, it's Warhorse. You gotta try and guess at the song that he whistles. It's Warhorse, it's Warhorse. You gotta try and get it. I really hope you get it. It's Warhorse whistles. Do you sing that in that's not in the music? No, but that's that's in my album and that's why it's called Into the Unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. And I've got to say that album cover is fantastic. Oh, thank you. That you know that it's a really, I mean, because I've done a few albums, so that cover is always the hardest thing. Yeah. 
And that is a brilliant. Oh, album. thank you. I brilliant. love that. I can believe it. The last time I was in London and I, I stepped off the tube and it was your massive face. I was like, yay! <laughs> I can believe it. Oh, you're enough about the fat shaming. Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's a really good album. Thank as well. you. Uh, it's just, it sounds great. The choice of songs are great. Go and listen to it. Oh, people. thank you. Go and listen to it. Do you have it on sale at the theatre? Yeah, we do. Front of house. Yeah. Yeah, and will you be doing like a signing or anything after your concert? So I, we haven't got plans to as of yet, but I, all the albums I sell front of house are signed anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but you know what? It's a fun thing to do because really stage door is not really a thing. Oh, it's we, horribly difficult now. Yeah. Really? Like since COVID, um, it's not so much of a thing at Frozen. I'm sure some people, a couple of people do it, but it's not how it used to be. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. When we did Wicked, just after we couldn't, we weren't allowed. What is it for you, John? Uh, it's good. It's pretty good. But we our stage door at the Noel Coward backs onto the Wyndhams, but Oklahoma is playing. So you get people with Oklahoma programs asking for our signature yeah. while they're waiting for Oklahoma to come out, you know, and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. But I've got to say, in New York, and we've all experienced this. New York do stage door brilliant, incredible with the barriers and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's polite, it's efficient. It's just a bundle in London. It's a pile. Yeah. I think that's it's it's definitely a beautiful thing about Broadway. It's just yeah. the organisation, so you get to see everyone because you really want to get to see everyone, don't you? And like have yeah. that like one on one. But I think if there's no um, like no organisation to it, it just means like everyone's there, and you just get like yeah. pushed in, and you're like, well, okay, it's not yeah. you can't get to see everyone, which is a shame. But you just need a line. The thing that I had to get over going over there because in when I'd only done shows in London. I would step out of the stage door after playing, like, say, Chris and Miss Saigon, and I would sort of stand there and give people the opportunity to sort of come up to me. And if they didn't, then I would just, I would leave and assume they didn't. I would never assume that they wanted my signature. No, I never do. But going to New York, what I realised, the first thing that... Uh, so uh, Katie Rose Clark, who played um, Ellen with me in New York, first thing she did when she walked out was pen out. Yeah. And at, at first I was like, what? But then I realised, well, why else are they there? Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. that's the thing I learned was that it's not arrogance to assume. I don't, I don't think actually. It's also a weird thing though. Sometimes with actors, you know, I hear someone say, "Oh, that that person's really rude." And I go, oh, "Really? Why?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, they they sort of walked off or something." I go, "Yeah, but they're really shy." Yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah, them. They're yeah. really shy. They're just not like the the vibrant person you've seen on stage is not always what someone's like in a big crowd. Yeah. And you might, in fact, often isn't. It's always in our industry. Yeah, so often isn't. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're really not. They're they're a quiet person. They're not good in crowds. They're shy, you know. So, yeah, yeah. but but Broadway do stage door well. Yeah, yeah. They do. Can you imagine how embarrassing it would be to walk out of the stage door and go, right, who wants my autograph? I couldn't do it. <laughs> Absolutely nobody says yes. No, I, I couldn't do that. Um, I'm not saying that's ever happened no. to me, mind. <laughs> but let's do a little wrap-up and recap before we get into... Uh, our Billy Elliot joke to end the show, yep. which I know we're going to talk about as well. So, Alistair, let's do your recap. Okie doke. Samantha Parks, your last show on earth would be Wicked at the Gershwin Theatre in New York, starring Idina Menzel as Elphaba, Kristen Chenoweth as Glinda, and a mixed, a sort of weird, sort of mixed child of me, <laughs> Norbert Leo Butts, and Johnny Bailey. Yeah. Like a mutant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can have my eyes, Johnny's hair. And Norbert's swagger. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, you would enjoy an interval drink of either a green wicked cocktail, a sort of peachy cocktail, or a Prosecco. You could have all three, because it's the last day on earth. Why not? Yes. You would then go to the Marriott Marquis afterwards and enjoy pizza, chocolate, and ice cream with your lovely 
grandma, both of you dressed up to the nines. Yay! Yeah, that sounds lovely. That sounds like my perfect last night on this earth, really does. It sounds oh, gorgeous. Very, very good. Well, let's get into the Billy Elliot joke then, just before we say goodbye. Now, obviously, uh, you know, people who listen to this regularly will know what's coming, but um, it's going to be a little bit different this time because we normally ask our guests to tell a joke, as in the style of the Billy Elliot uh, show the auditions where actors are asked to tell a joke uh, as part of the audition process but you don't like jokes do you Sam? No I do no. not I do not like jokes and it's and I don't mean to sound like the most miserable person on the planet but it's not to say I don't love comedy I do I love yes, comedy. I know you do. Well you're, you're naturally a funny person. Though. Thank you. Um, yeah very welcome. But it's I like and um, me and Alistair can talk about this, a shared love of ours is Ricky Gervais mm. and like The Office. And I love yeah. that kind of humor where it's not necessarily like the joke someone's telling. They might be telling a joke, but it might not be a great joke. It's or it might, whatever. It's, it's the reactions to it. Yeah. Or it's the fact that they should not be saying that joke. And people go, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. And, the, and seeing them go, no, no, no. And I, I, that's what I find so funny. And I remember the first time I watched The Office, I was 10 years old, I think, on a flight and I was like, what is this? And my dad was like, what is this? Yeah. And I was five minutes in and I was crying with laughter. I'd never laughed at anything like this. Wow. And it was the like self-awareness he has. Yeah. That's what I find. And I love comedy. It's amazing that you got that so young. Because when I, I know. first time I watched it, I was about 13. And the first time I watched it, I didn't get it. I was like, what is this? You know? Yeah. Um, it, it took me a few goes to be like, oh. And by the time I was about 15, it was my fate. I knew every single word in it. But, I don't um, know what to I sort did. of understand I it. I did, and it, I really connected with it. it it's just yeah, he's yeah. so wrong and so out of touch yeah. with everything, but it's yeah. like yeah. so self-assured. And I, it just tapped in straight away to what I find yeah. funny. Well, people often say that I'm as funny as Ricky Gervais when I tell jokes. They I'm do, just yeah. warning you. Uh-huh. And Alistair is funnier than Ricky Gervais. People say when we tell jokes. <laughs> so why don't we put that to the test then? What we're going to do instead of asking you to tell us a joke. Yeah. Is we're going to tell you some jokes and see if you laugh. Okay. In a new segment that we're going to call. Okay. Make Barks Laugh. Okay. Okay. Make um, Barks Laugh. Have we got yeah. a jingle for it? We'll, we'll have to write We're going to write a jingle for it. <laughs> right. So I go first then. So what we'll do, we'll alternate jokes. We're, we're going to each tell you three jokes each. Okay. Okay. And if right. you don't laugh, that's fine, because it's a joke, so you don't find right. jokes funny. So. And you also need to bear in mind we're both dads. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah right. these okay. are dad jokes. Yeah. So, here's my first joke. Two cannibals are eating a clone. One says to the other, does this taste funny to you? Okay, good, good. Nothing, didn't laugh. nothing. Good. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing. Okay, good, okay. My turn. I'm sweating, okay. My wife always buys cheap toilet paper. It's a pain in the ass. No, she just shook her head at that one. That wasn't even like silence. All right. Try a different tack, John. Try a different right. tack. Yeah, okay. I'll try a slightly longer one, all right? So this bloke with a okay. speech impediment goes into a baker's and says to the baker, hi there, can I buy a steak and kiddly pie, please? And the baker says, I'm sorry, sir. Can I buy a steak and kiddly pie? Oh, do you mean a steak and kidney pie? That's what I said, diddle I. Oh, there's a, there was a little bit. Of oh, the little titter. Because I saw, bit. I did see your like a bit of like the Brent coming out in you there, and I was like, it's <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But, it's the way it's being yeah, told. It's the way it's being told. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's your second joke? Al? All right, that was good. We got close. We're getting closer. I would say it wasn't a great joke, but I thought it was going to be funnier. But I thought the setup was get is good. You know. 
It's all in the telling. Yeah, yeah I agree. I actually, I actually struggle telling one-liners. I prefer longer jokes, but for the sake of the thing, I think that that's probably what I, if it's a longer joke, you get into a character and yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Okay. What's the most important thing in comedy timing? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's good. That's good. Yeah. She, yeah. she smiled, John. Yeah, she right, smiled. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I was just very disappointed in how you told that. That's not how you practiced it on me earlier. <laughs> that was great. It made me laugh when you practiced Okay, fine. That's better. All right, okay. Right, here's a joke, right? Two more. This is one one more each. This is our last chance, John. And also, bear in mind, we're having to keep these clean because of your Disney yeah. connection. I've Appreciate got some that. pure filth that yeah. would surely make you howl with laughter. Okay, here's, here's one of my favourite jokes, right? Yeah. Why are pirates called pirates? Because they are... What's your last joke, Alistair? What's a pirate's favourite letter, Sam? O or R? No, it be the C. Okay. Right. <laughs> She's actually angry. No, no, no. And I, because, right, I've heard both those jokes quite recently. Oh, and, how annoying. And Hang on, hang on. Oh. Now, this is funny. Someone said to me that they were, they, they told this joke or whatever, and their, like, nephew or someone they knew tried to retell it. And they went, why is a pirate called a pirate? Everyone went, why? And he went, because I am. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say, I love the fact that even in your desperation to not tell a joke, you just told a joke. And that is the perfect way to end this episode of The Last Show on Earth with our fantastic guest, (laughs) Samantha Barks. Thank Thank you you. and goodbye. (laughs) Thanks for having me. So that was it, the OG Broadway cast of Wicked, the last show on earth of my glorious pal, Samantha Marks. Yeah, what a gal. Smart as a whip, really funny and absolutely lovely. Shame about her choice of show, though. <laughs> well, well, you can't have it all. Um, if you listeners out there enjoyed this episode, then please tell your friends, hit that follow button and listen again next time. Yeah, Samantha is a pretty hard act to follow and uh, we'll have to have someone just as wonderful next time. Wait, hang on. Just looking at my notes. Yes, we do! <laughs> That's lucky. Now, you can catch Barks as she continues her West End run as Elsa in Disney's Frozen, and as discussed, there may still be a seat available at the Theatre Royal for her solo concert on the 30th. Although, of course, it may be uh, up in the gods, right at the back behind a pillar, but it's still worth buying. And do buy her album as well, Into the Unknown, because it's excellent. And some more excellent news is Sam will be judging alongside Amber Riley and Alan Carr on Mamma Mia! I Have a Dream, hosted by Zoe Ball, which airs this summer. In fact, she's in Greece as we speak, filming the series. I'm not jealous at all. Oh, shush your noise, man. You've just returned from a three-week holiday in Florida. (laughs) That's true. Well deserved though, mate. As is my holiday. In fact, I'm off to the airport in about one hour's time uh, where I fly to Oman in the Middle East for a couple of weeks. I can't wait. It's well deserved after a very exhausting run in the West End as Phil Hollinghurst in the Great British Bake Off musical, um, which finished uh, sadly a couple of weeks ago. But if you are missing that show, you can find on Spotify the cast album which we recorded during the run. Mm. Now, if you like this episode, then check out the back catalogue on Acast, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on The Last Show Pod on Twitter and The Last Show on Earth Podcast on Instagram. And do listen next time when we are joined by another very special guest on The Last Show on Earth. On here we ask a question nobody dared to ask. 
If you had a day to live, what show would be your last? What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth! My name is John. My name is Al. Been friends a long time past. We want to know what show you'd see if you knew it was to be your last. What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth! What is your last show on Earth? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.